0: Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast. Whether you're an experienced agent, new to the industry, a property manager or principal, join us in conversations with fellow industry peers. Stone Industry Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey in real estate.
1: Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast. My name is Peter Mumford, the CEO of Stone Real Estate. Today, we have a real treat for you. Today we have Dr. Fred Gross. Dr. Fred, as he is affectionately known, has coached many of the top industry leaders across many fields. He's been doing this for over 50 years and was probably the first coach that came from a psychotherapy background in the US to do this. I've attended many of his training sessions and have been immensely impressed. Within the Stone Group, we were just about to have Dr. Fred come and do a group training session for us, Unfortunately, with what's happening around the world at the moment, we all can't travel. But we are looking forward to doing this very shortly. Good morning, Doctor Fred.
2: Good morning, Peter Mumford. <laughs> I'm sitting here in Christchurch, New Zealand, in lockdown. It's Monday, the fifth of, or the sixth actually of April. We've been in lockdown for almost two weeks. My theme, as Peter requested, is to deal with coming to terms with the radical change that the virus has brought to all of us. And I'm going to spend only a few minutes with you, so I'm going to jump right into it. We, when we have change that we choose, if you choose to go to Europe, or if you choose to go to safari, or if you choose to get married, or if you choose to change countries, that's change, and it can be radical change but you chose it. And when you choose, it's a different experience than when it's imposed on you. It's imposed on you when you have a virus shut down, where the whole country shuts down, the economy shuts down, the business shuts down. You have to stay away from relatives and neighbors, and we have to change all of our business and personal habits for the short term. I ask you to pay attention to the impact of the outside world shifting underneath our feet and to come to terms with it. You can get into the subpersonalities of, ain't it awful, why me, it's unfortunate, and to be the victim. Or you can say, as I would prefer you do, that this is life itself. And my mastery to become a black belt of life is to pass this challenge, which I don't want. I would prefer it never happened. At the same time, my job is to see how can I benefit from the challenge? When you go to the gym, you take on the challenge of weightlifting and cardio, and you do that to build up your aerobic capacity and your muscle strength, but you chose to do it. When you're in an automobile accident, when you have a heart attack, when you're diagnosed with cancer, that's called an involuntary transformation. Something comes on you, and you don't have any control on it, but what you do have control of 100% is how you respond to it. I'd like to talk a little bit about this pandemic as a black swan. A black swan is a term that comes from Nisam Talib, who's a, a futurist out of Yale University. And the black swan historically comes when Captain Cook comes to Australia and discovered that while before swans were always white, in Australia they're black as well. And they have to shift the definition. So a black swan is an economic term, is a social term that says periodically about every five years actually, something will happen in the largest society that will flip you over, just like Uber flipped over the taxi industry, just like the invention of the mobile phone changes communication, just like the introduction of the internet has changed things and how we deal, just like the 2008 experience of the meltdown of the economy was also a black swan. So this discussion is black swans that come every five years. You can never anticipate them, and yet they're going to be there. And my goal with Peter's encouragement is to teach you how to become a black belt of black swans so that one, you're not surprised, two, that you prepare yourself learning from this black swan. Keep asking, how can I be 10 out of 10 every day in a situation that I don't prefer? But I would like to know what I can master, what skills I need, what supplies I did or didn't prepare for. If I had this black swan to do over again, what would I change? And part of what I'm asking is not to be put down by it, but to actually be blessed by it. I'm a biblical person. I'm a religious chap. And I believe that when we're tested by these black swans, when you're tested by your black swan, the purpose is to make you stronger. And when people become victims, oh, it ain't it awful, how terrible, look what the Prime Minister's doing, you lose the benefit because by whinging and moaning, you lose the lesson. The lesson is, how can I get stronger from this life experience that I didn't prefer, whether it be a broken leg from a skiing accident or whatever, and how can I master what's possible in this situation? Part one, Men of the Black Swan, you can master it by one, not being surprised, and by knowing that it can happen every five years. Part two is I'd like to teach you a Hebrew word to get started, and you can use it, if you will, as a mantra. And the mantra was established by King Solomon roughly minus 900 years ago in Jerusalem. And he said this, the English is this too shall pass. Gam zeh ya'avor. Gam zeh ya'avor, which in Hebrew means this too shall pass. So I'd like you to realize that in the black swan, it's going to pass. So whenever things are really terrific, be aware this too shall pass. When things are really down, this too shall pass. And that allows you psychologically to focus on what you can do about it. So here we are in the middle of a lockdown or partial lockdown. The business world seems crazy. When you look around, there are really no apparent cases of Virus, and the only way we know about it is it's on the TV. If you turn off the TV, even in the feeling where we're in lockdown, you can't walk the streets without the police stopping us. I'd like you to realize that there's no apparent face to face. You don't see people like in the plague dropping dead at your feet. So the issue for us is how do we deal with the consequences of that and to pay attention to what we didn't do right and what we could do better in preparation for the next black swan. So one aspect of this challenge, part one, is your willingness to stay calm, centered, and be a black belt 10 out of 10 every day. One is to stay centered, to be calm, and to be a black belt every day that you're involved in it. Why? Because while we can't control what's happening with the economy, what's happening with the share market, what's happening with Donald Trump and and his incompetence, it's none of your business. But what is happening is you can control your breathing, you can control your mindset, and you can control how you're going to greet the challenge as a hero or as a victim. And I'm asking you to choose as a hero. So we have now this involuntary black swan called the COVID-19. And part of what happens when that happens is we could lose our center. So I'm going to ask you to spend a few minutes with me. I'm only having a very short call with you. And I'm asking you to breathe deeply and comfortably while we're on this call. Sit back. If you're driving a car, do not close your eyes. But if you're not driving a car, I'd like you to breathe deeply and comfortably. And as you breathe in, your chest comes up, your tummy goes out, and your shoulders go up. You're talking on the exhale. So we have a deep breath and one way to stay calm, 10 out of 10, is by breathing. You'll find that the accumulation of carbon dioxide in your lungs are what creates stress and the opposite of calm. And I'm asking you to realize you have 100% control over your breathing, so practice breathing. If you breathe and introduce oxygen into the system, you relax. So please, breathe in deeply and comfortably breathing deeply and comfortably. Part one is to stay calm. Two, I'm gonna ask you to see where your mind goes because you have also, in my view, 100% control over your mind. What does that mean? Well, you could worry about the end of the world, the economy not coming back, you getting sick and dying, people in your family getting sick and dying, or your customers run away and never buy property again. Okay, it's called it catastrophizing. And I'm asking you not to do that, to take charge of your mind with breathing and focus on scenes that move your consciousness to a place that you like. For instance, if you're in a beloved relationship, imagine the first time you kissed. Right now, we're in a business discussion. I'm asking you to breathe deeply and comfortably and shift your mind to the first time you kissed your beloved and see how that felt for you breathing deeply and comfortably. If you want to, you might remember the birth of one of your children and how that felt for you. If you prefer, you can imagine one of the great sales that you've made or one of the deals you've closed and how happy that made you. Realize that this is a make-believe exercise. What's real is me on the audio talking to you on Monday the 6th of April from New Zealand, that's real. Everything else is make-believe and imagine. and all of your neurotransmitters that lead either to calmness or to anxiety, stress, or disorientation come from inside you, and in my belief structure, you have 100% control over this. Why would you catastrophize, worry, and upset yourself when you can imagine kissing your beloved or watching the birth of your child or riding your horse or doing anything that in fact pleases you? You can say it's not real, well, it's make-believe. But it's no more make-believe than you catastrophizing the end of the world that real estate will never come back and you'll lose all of your money, you'll be destitute, you'll be asking for nickels and dimes on street corners, you'll find a nice street in George Street or in downtown Spring Street in Melbourne looking for a place to collect nickels and dimes, it's called catastrophizing. When in fact, you're probably sitting in your car or your office listening to this. So what's real is our speaking. And anything that's imagined, you have control of. Why imagine things that are dysfunction? So how to stay calm is to know, in the Hebrew praise that I gave you, or that whatever we're experiencing that five years from now, you look back on it as a memory, which is fine. And you'll realize that even two years from now, you look back at it as a memory. And the key for us is how do we get through it now? Part one, staying centered, calm, and seeing what the life lessons are. So staying sensitive and calm is one, but you can also be a donut in coffee, sensitive and calm, absorbing coffee. Some of the other benefits of a challenge or a test like this, besides the psychological development of resilience and focus, is there will be opportunities for you to make money. Without upsetting you, I'd like you to realize that there's going to be situations where there will be great opportunities for you to make money. What does that mean? In 2008, when we had one of our black swans, I had people who had um, what we call margin accounts in the share broker, and they had 10 days to settle their margin account or go bankrupt. And some of my people bought their rent roll at a 25% discount. I would like you to volunteer to buy those rent rolls. Two, as the commercial people cannot basically pay their rent because there's no business. One of my commercial brokers in Melbourne had 1,500 requests for rent lowering in the last week, in the last 10 days. And as the rent lowering happens, the ROI, the return on investment, will not maintain itself. And there's going to be people who are going to flip commercial buildings. If you're not prepared for it, this is an opportunity for a transfer of wealth, because as people who don't have deep pockets may not be able to hold on, this may be with your help and you working with your investors, And I'm hoping that you've gathered your investors and prepared them to buy things that are available that you can sell them. And be it basically to know where it will be, when it will come back, how to make offers, how to buy money, how to have these legals in place, so that when this market happens, you're there, seeing it as an opportunity. Not taking advantage of the people who didn't prepare or who are in distress, that was their situation. But you can with integrity. Uh, help them make the transition without without going bankrupt. And I'm asking you to seriously see that if you had shorted the market uh three or four weeks ago and at Dow Jones when it went down so far, you would have made millions of dollars. But you were too busy freaking out or doing something else. And if you didn't short the market, shame on you. What were you doing? Being a victim when there's so much money to be made as it's being transferred around, I'm asking you to be part of that transfer. Part two, beside what's happening when the transfers of wealth going on, there'll be opportunities for you to be a hero for the people in your life. I would like you to know, again in Hebrew, this will pass. This is your opportunity to shine. When you're in high school, you might have played rugby or rules or, or, or cricket, and we had sports to distinguish ourselves. For you as an entrepreneur, as a business person, as a realtor, I view the entrepreneur as the royalty of the civilization. For some reason, we turn to newsreaders who used to be butchers or hair, hair barbers, or we turn to politicians, all of whom lie most of the time. And I'm asking you to be able to look in the mirror and with integrity, see a hero. I'd like your kids to see you as a hero because of what you did in a time of crisis, providing leadership creating wealth, reaching out to family, neighbors, friends, staff, past customers, future customers, and being a light to them. So that when most people go into a dithering um, bubble in a small poppies, all they do is react to this terrible news that's created by the media. Remember, if you turned off your TV and your internet, you wouldn't know there's a crisis. The only way we know it is the government tells us that. The numbers could all be made up. I have recent reporting that all of those huge lines in New York at the hospital waiting for tests, we had people videoing the hospitals that's supposed to have the huge lines. And we have video that shows there was nobody there at all. Maybe five people they've been treating rather than tens of thousands. All made up, make believe. So we don't know what's real. But what I do know what's real is that with you, your family, your neighbors, your beloved, the people you have influence with, your customer base. I'm asking you to think of what you could do to reach out and to make their life better because providing your leadership. You might ask if they need food. I, Fred, who loves to bake bread, have been baking bread, like a house of and make 15 loaves. And I've given them to the, all the neighbors on the street who are locked up. They come to the door. I leave some parcel there with bread by Fred. And they love it. And it makes me feel good. So it's a, an opportunity in this time to realize we have a challenge, but for you to upgrade your integrity, to come to, the, to become a hero in this circumstance. You may want to train your kids and your family to say, "Who can we benefit by in this crisis? Because we know how to handle it." And a lot of people forget to turn off the TV. One of the ways of getting rid of the crisis is to turn off the TV. It disappears and focus on games, learning a movie helping other people making money looking for business opportunities calling all of your customers and reassuring them that you're there and if they need anything you can help them calling all your investors and asking if they're interested in any opportunities that may come up because you're there and they're willing to help in this regard and i would love you to transform this involuntary challenge of what we call covid 19 which is really An authoritarian takeover by the government all throughout the world. Where in the world have we had this before where the governments have shut down the entire world economy? It's amazing. Now, there's one country that has refused to participate. It's called Sweden, Sweden, in the uh, Nordic countries. If you look, they have ignored everything about COVID 19. The cafes are open, the restaurants are open, they're living life normally, and they have the same numbers as we do in New Zealand. In other words, three or 4,000 who are, are cases, and actually they have a little more, but it's the same in Denmark and, uh, and in Sweden. So in Sweden, I would love you to realize that these are people who are ignoring it and going around it, and it's normal. You can't do that in Australia. The police will put you away. But it doesn't mean that people are dying in the street. It means the police have decided this is their, your best opportunity to save a life, and you know that most of the people who are politicians who you know, do their whatever they do, finish maybe an eighth grade education and can barely read and write, are never experts in their seldom right, Yet they have the power. So your job in this time of crisis, from my point of view, is saying, what can I do with this opportunity, this gift that's been given to see what I'm made of? If you bitch and moan, that's a subpersonality that. I'm saying, choose the hero, the gracious person, the wise person, the financial accumulator of assets, and to find opportunities to reach out to other colleagues. You may also want to set up mastermind groups with Peter Mumford and other people like that so that you can brainstorm on how you personally can add value to your team, to your customer base, to your community, to your family during this time when other people lose their way. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Fred Gross speaking to you from Christchurch, New Zealand in a lockup, the COVID-19. And I'm encouraging you, come, this will pass. The key is, while it's here, can you focus like a black belt on mastery of the situation, of what's possible, and also realize that every five years, you'll have another opportunity for black belt mastery to see and upgrade your skills.
1: Thank you for taking the time, Dr. Fred Wills Christchurch Museum. Thank you, Dr. Fred. We really appreciate having you on our show today. Spending those few words of wisdom and your time is very much appreciated. I think for many people listening on today's show, um, a lot of us can get into the habit of either shrinking into our shell like a tortoise when there's fear, or some of us can expand out and try to do uh, the quarter mile and a record time as a tortoise. I'd encourage most of you, as Dr. Fred is saying, is to look for the opportunities, look at how you can grow within this time, and don't drop into the level of fear. There is, a, there is always times that sometimes you feel like getting under the bed in a fetal position. If anyone's been in business and has had debt, we've all realised that at times. But what real leaders do, whether you're an agent or a business person, is you rise up in these times and you battle through the hard times. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast. We will have some exciting other podcasts coming up over the next week or two. Uh, We have uh, Chris Hanley coming up on one of our shows talking on leadership and growth. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful day, and uh, thank you for listening in.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Industry Podcast. To learn more about us, be sure to visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player, so you don't miss out on any future conversations with industry peers. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes, or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information to inform and inspire you. Bye for now.